0: Hello, and thank you for listening to Healing Hearts Worship Center podcast under the leadership of our senior pastor, Sherita L. Smith. Here we are a ministry that believes in faith, healing, and deliverance. We pray that the word of God will touch you, bring you direction, correction, and deliverance. We thank you for listening. Enjoy the message. And remember, we love you to life.
1: Amen. I have a word from the Lord. Amen. We're going to go to Ephesians, the third chapter, starting at the 20th verse. Amen. Hallelujah. And the word of the Lord reads this much. Now unto him. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly somebody say exceedingly abundantly above all somebody say all somebody say all that we can ask or think according to the power that works within me Able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think. Now turn to your neighbor and say, "Neighbor, what are you thinking?" Hallelujah! You can have your seats in the sanctuary. Amen. We are in a series. We are in a series called "What Are You Thinking?" and it has been a dynamic series that has shifted our mindsets and the way that we think. Amen, and how we handle our thought system. Last week, um, the prophetic wind came through here and and God spoke through the prophetic wind and he was telling us that we need greater discernment. And how many of y'all know that with greater discernment, um, that's something that God has been speaking in this house for the majority of the year. If you have been paying attention, the, the, the spirit of the Lord has been challenging our area of discernment. We should be able to discern what is going on with our neighbor. And when you are not able to discern what's going on with your neighbor, that shows your level of maturity. Amen. Because when someone walks in, their, their, their present appearance is not always what's really going on. So when you're able to discern, then you're able to learn how to pray for one another in the spirit realm and cause for some results to happen. Discernment is the tool of the mature. Is the tool to mature. So when God is speaking to this house about discernment, he's talking to our maturing level. Amen. So uh, as we go along, we will learn that when we um, are able to discern beyond what the flesh can reveal, that is when we will know that we have grown up in this area. Somebody say, get out of the flesh realm. So growing, ha- growing up has a lot to do with what we're thinking. Um, A lot of the inability to discern has to do with small thinking and small thinking keeps you from what God has for you. And small thinking keeps you from capitalizing on the gift that God has placed inside of you. Why? Because small thinking limits the supernatural flow of the Holy Spirit. We just read in the scripture, it said, according to the power that was within us. But ask, ask yourself, how much power and how much space does the Holy Spirit have inside of you? How many rooms does he occupy in your mind? Where is he in, when, when it comes to your flesh, when it, when, when it comes to your thought system, where is he housed at? Because he can only do according to what you allow to do because the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He doesn't force himself on anyone. Come on. Hallelujah. So, so we will, I, I have five points. I have five points that I'm going to share with you on today according uh, uh, what this scripture has brought out to me. And the first one is, is the first thing that we have to do when it comes to um, uh, our thoughts and what we are thinking, the first thing we have to do is we have to expand our capacity. We have to expand our capacity. Now, our capacity, our capacity is the ability to hold something. It's your ability to receive something. Your capacity is a reflection of your thinking, a reflection of your mindset. There are things that God wants to do in you that your present framework, your present mindset will not allow. So God can bring something to you, but because of your present framework and the way that you think right now, it won't allow God to move in and infuse that thing inside of you. See, a lot of people say, hey, I got potential. I got potential. But how many of y'all know that potential is what could be? It's just a possibility. It's a chance that this might not happen. Potential is just, is just something that could happen. But capacity, capacity is what can happen. When you had the capacity to house a million dollar business, then that would happen. Why? Because I had the capacity to carry a million dollars. I'm not coming here with a provis mentality. I had the mentality to carry millions. So what is your capacity today? What do you have the capacity to carry? Do you have the capacity to carry a family? Do you have the capacity to educate yourself? Do you have the capacity to come from the pit to the palace? What is your capacity? So we ask God, we ask God, we ask God to fill us up, to fill us up. God, fill me up. We sing, we sung that song, what, 2016 to 2017. We sung that song for two years. Asking God to fill us up. I don't even want to sing it no more. But how many of y'all know he can only fill you up according to the size of your container? Psalms 81 and 10 says, open my mouth wide and I will fill it. The most the problem is, is our mouths aren't open. If your mouth is not open wide, how can God fill you? So God, our prayer today is God widening our container that we may be able to house the thoughts that God has for us. Most of the time, God cannot do what he wants to do because we have limited him and blocked him because of our experiences in life. What we have experienced has caused us to block. And you know you do that? You know how you know you do that? Because those of us on social media, as soon as somebody get on our nerves, what we do? Block. You can't handle a little negativity. Honey, I ain't blocking nobody because I want you to see what the Lord has done. I ain't blocking you. I I, I just want you to see. Because something is getting ready to happen over here. So whatever hateration you got going on, you gonna see it. You gonna see the manifestation of God come forth in my life. I ain't gonna block you. I'm not gonna block you I want you to see because the very words that you dug for me baby you just dug it for yourself hallelujah hallelujah what and how we think It's shaped by the experiences of our our lives and our perspective of what we can do. It's shaped by what we can, what we have seen God do. So you only can expect what you have seen God do. And many of us live off of our grandmother's testimony. But God trying to get you a testimony. That's why you have to expand your capacity so that you can go through the suffering because it's only through the suffering that you get a testimony. But when you have no capacity to suffer, you have no way of gaining a testimony that will win the world. Because all you can say is, yeah, I've been through that and honey, I understand what you're going through. I feel there too. I did that too, but you ain't, you ain't got no victory. Where are your spoils? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. These limitations keep God from moving. And when you have limitations, you have a capacity problem. The woman of God read the scripture this morning, Romans 12 and one. It says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service and be not conformed to this world, to this ways of thinking. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may be able to what? Prove what is that good and acceptable perfect will of God transformed to be transformed to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. In the place of renewing, I want you to put renovating. Renovating. By the renovation of your mind. It says, be ye transformed by the renovation of your mind that you may be able to prove. To prove means to realize. To realize what the will of God is. The reason why you can't realize what the will of God is for your life is because your mind needs to be renovated. You have to renovate your mind. And when you're going through a renovation... You don't go from a 20,000 square foot house to a 2000 square foot house. No one goes from big to look. So I'm trying to figure out why when the, when thoughts of power, when thoughts of upgrade, when thoughts of increase come to our minds, we think it's so small and we can't even get to a place where we can house the contain house, what God has given us because we are renovating in reverse. You can't go from 20,000 to two. There are things that God can do, cannot do in our lives because we refuse to expand our capacity. But somebody say it's expanding today. So what that scripture says, what you're doing is that I present my current framework. My current framework of thinking, I present it to you, God. I take it and I, I, I lay it down this is where you come and worship that's why worship is so profound because you come in here with one mindset but when the worship leaders say lift your hands and when the worship say we leaders say lift your your voice what you're what you're doing is you're changing the framework of your mindset you're broadening your capacity so if you want to broaden your capacity you ought to worship. Worship shapes the capacity of your mindset. Worship causes for you to be stretched out. Worship causes for you to be lengthened. Worship deepens your relationship. I'm not talking about praise. I'm talking about worship. Worship brings you to a place where you touch the heart of God. And then he can tell you his mysteries. Hallelujah. That was just point one. Point two is point two is glory to God. Point two is take a chance. Somebody turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I need you to take a chance. Bigger requires risk and vulnerability. If you want Bigger you got to be risky. If you want bigger you got to be vulnerable. If you want bigger you got to put yourself out there. Take a chance. Risk. You know what one of our biggest problems is is that we like basic. We like to be normal. We don't like to stick out. But how many of y'all know today that God called us peculiar? And don't you know that peculiar, you know what peculiar mean? It don't mean weird. It don't mean unusual. It means that you're God's own possession. Peculiar is an attitude. When you have the attitude of peculiar, you're saying I am seated in heavenly places. I am joint heirs with Christ I am the beloved I am forgiven I am washed clean I am free I am adopted into his family I am righteous I am new I am set apart I am his masterpiece I am I hold a secure future it's an attitude you thought peculiar means that I had to be weird no peculiar is the way you carry yourself I am peculiar. Hey, I am peculiar. Hallelujah. Stop being normal when you're supposed to be peculiar. Somebody say I'm not basic. Come on here. Hallelujah. There's a scripture. The scripture says that they go down. They go down to the sea. This is Psalms 107. They go down to the sea and they go down to the sea in ships. And they do business in great waters. They see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. I went to Aruba. No, ladies That's your favorite place. Amen. I went to Aruba with my cousins. And... I said, y'all, come on, let's go scuba diving. They was like, nah, come on, I don't want to go. I was like, come on, y'all, let's do it. They said, okay, we're going to do it. So we all paid our money. So when you do scuba diving, they take you by steps. So when you go into the first step, they take you in the pool. You put on all the equipment, you get in the pool, and you got to go down under the water, and you have to do all of these different things that you have to do just in case something happen while you're in the ocean. You'll be able to save yourself. So we in the pool. My first cousin, she was like, oh, I ain't going to be able to do this. She drowned in three feet. <laughs> she, came, she said, I can't handle it. So my, me and my other, my other cousin, we said, all right, we're going to do it. We passed the first test. So we get down. We get on the boat. We, we going down in the ocean. We going deep, y'all. We don't even see no land. No way. So we, we going down. We getting deeper. We getting deeper. So I go and I, we get on. We said, all right, the, guys, the lady said, all right, I'm going to be with you the whole time. You know, it's going to be cool. I said, all right, I'm good. So I jump in, and I, I'm, I'm floating in the water, and I'm good. So my other cousin, he jumps in, and he just starts panicking. I mean, oh, I can't, I can't. He act like he going down in the water. You got on a, a life jacket. This thing gonna make you float. It's, you're not gonna go down. So he ended up getting out. He didn't do it. So I end up having to go by myself. So I get down, and I go, and a lady said, "All right, you have to deflate." You have to deflate your vest so that you can begin to sink oh that's a word right there <laughs> you have to deflate <laughs> deflate that vest so you can go down so i begin to sink down begin to sink down so as you go down in the water you have to stop breathe and go down stop breathe go down stop breathe go down so that your your mouth your brain won't blow up so we went down 30 feet so once I got there and I got comfortable, I said, all right, I'm good. I'm here to see all of these mysteries, all of these things, all of these things that was at the bottom of this ocean that I would have never been able to see unless I took a risk. I saw things that my cousins didn't see. Why? Because I decided to take a risk. See, when you decide to take a risk, you will be able to see things in life that others won't be able to see. Why? Because you decided to be vulnerable with God. You decided to get into the deep end. And I went down in that water and I began to see so many things. And I gained knowledge. I gained truth that only I can tell. You begin to gain knowledge and truth when you take a risk. When God gives you a deep thought, that's the thought that you have to begin to say, okay, I'm going to deflate my life vest. And now I'm going to begin to absorb myself in this thought so that I can gain the full possibility of what the thought can bring to my life. Somebody say, "Take take a risk. Come on, don't be basic. Most of our problems is we are used to the shallow end. You can't be used to the shadow end. How can God bring you out of all that stuff he brought you out of? You was either addicted on drugs. You either came from abuse. You came from all these things for you to come and play in shallow water. Are you serious? To be basic. That's not what God has for us. Somebody say be risky and be vulnerable. Ooh. All right. Third point. Some of us are guilty of small thinking. We're guilty of, the, okay, let me say it like this. You need to admit that you think small. You need to come into a place that I admit that this is the way I think. So Philippians Philippians three thirty one says, "Brothering, I count myself to not to have to have apprehended to not have apprehended, but this I, this thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward into those things which are before, I press towards the mark of the prize of the high calling which is in Christ Jesus." Somebody say, "Stop harping on what God did. He wants to do so much more." But we think so low because we're still, we're not forgetting those things from the past. Every time I turn around, you're talking about your past, but now it's time for you to forget that thing. And God wants to show you something else. And even our victories that we have had. You still telling me God got you saved? What else has he done for you? Stop thinking so low. He can do beyond salvation. He can do beyond your first healing. He can do beyond your first deliverance. God wants to show you mysteries. But you thinking too low. So stop harping. On what God did. It's making you think low. Be excited about the next. Be excited about what's coming. Be excited about what God wants to bring to you. Give him some space. Your whole life is about your past victories. He wants to give you some new spoils and destroy your strongholds. Joshua eleven eight says, and all the spoils of this city, the cattle, the children of Israel took for prey into themselves. But every man they smote with they with the edge of their sword. They destroyed them and never left any breath in them. Stop letting your strongholds breathe. You are giving them too much breath, you are giving them too much space, you are giving them too much attention. They are the, you know, but the, the Bible says in Joshua chapter six, it says I built an altar on the stronghold. You got to build an altar on your stronghold because when you put an altar on top of it, it alters and it also eliminates the power of the stronghold that it had in your life. Hallelujah. We're breaking cycles. we breaking cycles. we breaking strongholds. We're breaking it in the name of Jesus. We will not be the same anymore. When a, when a thought comes to our minds, the strongholds of life will not choke the life out of it. Why? Because we're changing the condition of our minds. Yes, we're renovating. We are renovating. Hey, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For the weapons of our warfare. (laughs) They are not carnal, but they're mighty through God, through the pulling down of stronghold, casting down imagination, every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing it into captivity. Somebody say, bring it into captivity. Every thought. To the obedience of Christ. Strongholds is a thought. Carnality is a thought, is a way of thinking. Imaginations and arguments is a way of thinking. High thoughts, there's a way of thinking, but we can pull it down. And you know what? The, the mind, the mind has four soils. Your mind can be made up of four soils. It is even can be a pathway in which it's It's surface. It can either be thorny which means it's full of strongholds it can either be rocky which means it's full of arguments and imaginations things that don't even exist or it could be good ground what kind of soil is your mind when a thought comes to your mind is it choked out by the thorns is it choked out by rocks is it choked out because your mind is surface and you can't even get any, any roots in it. Wow. You got to challenge, you got to see what kind of soil your mind is. And how many y'all know you got to toil you you your mind? You, just like you toil a garden, you have to your why? Because your mind should be full of light. And all the stuff that you told you, you getting that light in those things, those deep things that are deep down in your mind. You got to allow the light of the Lord to come and begin to shine on those things. Why? Because it gets rid of the worms. It gets rid of the parasites. It gets rid of the weeds. The light of the Lord got to come in that thing. And begin to destroy. Amen. My full point. Don't let your stretch mind revert back. our mind is consistently stretched. And after you have been stretched, you'll realize that when you go back to your current situation, your current habitat shrinks your mind back to that place that it was before. Your current habitat begins to shrink your mind back. Why? Because if the thought didn't get in you good enough and you don't have that the stronghold of the Lord in you to hold that thought inside of you, it, when you go back to your home, which it may be dysfunctional, you forget that you was beautifully and wonderfully made. When you go back to that stronghold or that household, you forget that you can prophesy. You forget that you are intercessor. You forget on that job. You forget that you are a child of God. Why? Because your mind, it, it, sometimes it can't cope with the current situation that you are in. So you had to allow, you had to cause for yourself to be strengthened so that your stretch mind won't go back. It won't be reverted back. Somebody say avoid getting stretch marks. You get stretch marks because you big and then you small. You're big and then you're small. You're big and then you're small. You're big and then you're small. You're then you're small. Stretch marks all over the place. We got to avoid the stretch monks. Its either you going to be big or you' going to be little. Pick one. Pick your Hallelujah God expands our thinking, and He has created the expanded version of who you are. That person is supposed to demo. And renovate the framework that you once existed in so the new you is a demolitioner I hope that's the right way to say that the new you came to bust up some stuff the new you came to tear down some stuff the new you came to redesign some stuff somebody say my the new me is an interior designer You got to fix that thing up. Don't allow your house to look a mess and you a king and you a queen and you sitting in some mess. I am a king and a queen and we're going to renovate this house and we're going to get this thing. We're going to bust down every wall and every ceiling that is not supposed to be in my house because my house has high ceilings. This one too low for me. to renovate or go find a whole new house because it cannot house who you are. You got to know who you are. Hallelujah. And then also get rid of every squatter that is in your house. Get rid of every single one of them. Every single one of them that's living in your mind for free. Get rid of them. Everyone who is paying, who got rent in the the inside of your brain cells. Get rid of them causing for you to be insecure. Causing for you to be offended. Causing for you to think less of yourself. You got to go. You got to get out of here. You can't squat here any longer because I know who I am and I know you don't have rights to be in my mind. I know you don't have rights to to be in my heart so you got to go pack your stuff up and get out of here hey get them out of your mind get them out of your spirit they should not be having space in the place that God should be at He said, give me some room, give me some space, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. You won't give it to me because you keep allowing squatters to to rent out the space in your head. And they got the nerve to do it for free. They got the nerve to do it for free. Don't you know a squatter can come into your house that you don't occupy at the time? They can set up and turn on electricity, cable, and all that stuff. Y'all got people in your minds turning on electricity, turning on cable, all in your mind, letting them take space in your mind. Why? Because you ain't strong enough to tell them to get out. I got a judge. I got a judge called King Jesus, huh, and he just gave you a summons. Huh, get out of this house. Huh, you must go. Oh. <laughs> hey. Thank you, Jesus. They got to go. Somebody say they got to go. They got to go. Scripture says. According somebody say according 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 to the power that resides within you according when we when I think about that I'm thinking about can't no one do anything? What are you saying? Is it I can't do anything until you I want to see how much power you're going to let me have. So, according to the power that resides within you, what kind of power do you got? Is it Holy Spirit? Is it money? Is it you? Is it pride? What kind of power are you living off of? Is it likes? Is it hearts? What kind of power are you living off of? Is it attention? Because we got a lot of attention seekers. What kind of power do you thrive off of? Because he can't do nothing. But according to the power that you have worked in you and the power that he talking about is Holy Spirit. So if you ain't got no Holy Ghost, I like the Holy Ghost. Come on here. If you ain't got no Holy Ghost, he can't work. He can't move the way he wants to move because he only can work according. He can only work according. Holy Spirit comes, stretch you, comes to challenge you. And guess what, (laughs) y'all? This might surprise y'all. Seriously, this might surprise y'all. Holy Spirit worked through people. Did y'all know that? seriously holy spirit it works through people so guess what and he come next he come to stretch you right so he gonna bring a challenge to you and guess what is gonna come through people so when the challenge comes here goes to the according now the according coming up Sister Watermelon done told Sister Cantaloupe that Sister Bean talking to your man. Now, Sister Cantaloupe all in a rut. But guess what? It's only according to what she think that the Holy Spirit done told her about her. It's Sister Cantaloupe, <laughs> if she got her stuff together, And she know who she is? She knows Sister Watermelon ain't got nothing on her. She can talk to Mr. B until she's content. Why? Because I know who I am. I know that I am a masterpiece. I know that I am beautifully and wonderfully made. I know that I am faithful. I know who I am. Talk to him. Because if he don't know who I am, then that's on him. You got to know who you are. It's according to the power that works within you. So when he brings a challenge to you, he might say, hey, I want you to start this business. He might say, hey, I want you to reconcile with your mother. Or hey, I want you to reconcile with your son. He might tell you to do a hard thing. Why? Because he has put inside of you what it takes to get I know that's hard for some of (laughs) y'all. Come on, y'all. You got to know what the scriptures say you are. Those are your weapons. So don't think small. Don't revert back. Span your capacity. Don't get no stretch marks. Because God is getting ready to do something new in your thought system. He's getting ready to unlock greatness. And he has already started the work for many of us in this room. Many of us, during this, even during this pandemic, we have started businesses. We have, some people have bought homes. Some people have bought cars. Some people have done things that they've never done before. Why? Because they, are, they didn't allow what the world system was to, to scare you with the pandemic. It was trying to scare you. And I said this in Bible study one time try to cover up our mouths to close up our mouths but we learned that in 2020 that this is the year of the open mouth so it is it not by coincidence that the enemy will come and bring something that will cause us to cover up our mouths so that our mouths will not be open somebody say i'm gonna open wide my mouth <laughs> and god i need you to feel it hallelujah hallelujah he said it's only according to what he wants to do inside of you. It is. We serve a mighty God and he wants to do extraordinary things in you. But you have to become a demolitioner, you have to become a renovator, an interior designer. Somebody say, keep on knocking down the walls. Walk, knock, knock down the walls of limitation. Walk down the walls, knock down the walls of your past. Knock down the walls of impossibilities. Knock down the walls of negativity. Knock down the walls of pride. Knock down the walls of isolation. Knock down the walls of protection. Knock down the walls of fear. I'm gonna say that again. Knock down the walls of fear. Knock down the wall of fear. Knock down the wall of fear. Wall of fear. Some of y'all has housed fear inside of you so much that how that the fear already moved all the way in. Fear on board in the living room set. Fear on board in the um, the bedroom set. The dining room set. But knock it down Amen. and knock down the wall of regret yes. somebody say i'm getting ready to renovate my mind that i may be able to house the thoughts of god come on clap your hands Depression, depression is the absence of options. It happens when your mindset has limitations. And when the scope of your thinking is limited, your ability to know what your next move is absent. You have a next move. Never think that you are out of options because you serve a God who makes ways. The language of the humble is teach me. Humble your willingness to be taught. Find mentors in the areas that you want to become an expert. Read books, get around people who know more than what you know. That's the only way you're gonna be able to expand your capacity. You ain't gotta read all spiritual books. Some people in the world got some awesome knowledge. And some of them are based in the principles of the kingdom. So we just have to learn how to connect them. It's an amber alert. Amen. So God just was really challenging me through this word that our thoughts are seeds. And every move that you make is a seed that you sow. Your indecisions is a sown seed. Your inaction is a sown seed. Yeah. Scripture says, when you sow a wind, you'll reap a whirlwind. So anything that you sow is going to come back. So when you sow inactivity, you reap laziness, you reap procrastination, you, re- you reap no results. But this is going to be a house that's going to sow action, that is going to sow good seeds in the ground because you have good ground. You just got to believe it. You got to come in alignment with the word of God. Come in what he said that you are. Walk in it. Believe it. Get the attitude of it. Carry yourself like that because God wants to do a new thing in you. Amen. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus. Most holy and all-knowing God, we thank you. We honor you, God, because you're so good, so kind, so terrific. We thank you, oh God, for this day. We thank you for this word. We thank you, O oh God, that you are able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think. God, we thank you, O oh Lord, for the ability to think. We thank you, O oh God, that you have given us a new capacity. We thank you, O oh God, that you have given us the power not to revert back to our old selves but God, that you have given us a newness inside of our spirits that we can walk in the power that, that resides in the inside of us. Holy Spirit, we give you access to all of us. We give you access to every room, every locked door. We give you the keys to it. We ask that you will renovate the temple of our mind, the temple of our hearts, because we want you to have all power inside of us. We give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise. Is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Come on, clap your hands.
0: Thank you for listening to Healing Hearts Worship Center podcast. Please follow us on all social media platforms, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram, as well as our website, www.hhwc10.com for updates of all our events. If you would like to donate to our ministry, please visit www.hhwc10.com and hit the donate button or www.ezekielgiving.com forward slash HHWC or text to give 240 660 4492 We hope that the word that you heard was a blessing to you. And remember, we love you, God loves you, and Jesus is Lord we walk by faith and not by sight. We love you to life. Peace be unto you. Grace and peace be multiplied.